check, 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 check. Jeffy, do you say that on Fridays when you get paid? Check, check. Check, check, check. Oh, me. Jen, knock, knock. Who's there? Control freak. Control freak. Jen, you say control freak who? Stupid. Booby rocks. Live your best life. Keep doing you. Let's stick together with some high kicks. All right, Jeffy, welcome back to this episode of So Much Genergy. I'm your host, Jenny McKinney, and I'm here with Hefe Hornes. Jen, thanks for having me, Jen. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the Spotify listeners that have not heard us since episode 164. So at the end of December, those listeners don't know this because they can't hear it yet. <laughs> but we, we switched. So we had two podcast hosting sites, and we moved it over to one. And Spotify has us, like, confirm an email or something that I couldn't figure out. And I thought it worked itself out because it looked like it was green checked from Podbean. Right, yeah. And it's just posting and posting. And then you said somebody went to look for an episode and was like, uh. Yeah, they asked me to send them a link. And I asked, what do they listen to it on? They said Spotify. So I went to my Spotify to pull it up and find the link. And I could only see up to episode 164. (laughs) And I'm like, that's, it was after that episode. Yeah. Like, how come I couldn't see? So I got on my laptop, pulled it up. Same thing, 164. I'm like, well, this isn't good. That's like 11 lost episodes. I know. That's like way back. So that is seriously from the end of December. That's because that's when we switched. We moved it all to one podcast host. Yeah, a lot's happened since then, Jen. I mean, you know how many karaoke corners you had? (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah, so sorry about that. So by the time this comes out, I mean, the Spotify should be fixed by then. Yeah. Yeah. I had to message a little support people. So. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Technology. Booby rocks aren't helping that situation, are they? (laughs) No, no. Oh, oh, speaking of that. So Josh's buddy from work that we gave the booby rocks to i'm trying okay. to get him to come to the show to do a little interview or just like come on and share his experiences with booby rocks so um he has a lot of good fortune yeah just a lot of good things happen and he's very excited about it so nice yep so i just nice. thought i would i'm trying to get him on here and just talk about that we'll see yeah. hopefully he gets back with you i know we'll see it doesn't mean anything you know Good stuff isn't going to stop happening for that guy. No, not at all. Not yeah. At all. Yeah. Jen, you ever read the weekly world news? Is that like the bullshit magazine? Jen, it's considered tabloid, Jen, but it's also <laughs> the most reliable news source or the I do world's most reliable news. At not the news store with Graham. Like when yeah. Graham, we, I would just stand in line or Graham would sometimes get those magazines. Yep. Some of their bigger headlines were like Bat Boy found in cave. Yeah. Yeah. We talked um, about Hillary it Clinton from- gave birth to an alien. Yeah. And then eventually Bill Clinton married an alien. 
Yeah. A lot of that kind of stuff. I'd reached out to the Weekly World News trying to get in touch with a staff writer, a field reporter, which they do have. Yeah. Um, it's mainly an online publication, but they are trying to get back into print. They did a Kickstarter. I believe they raised enough money to get it back into print. First okay. time since, I believe, 2007. Oh, shoot. So I'd reached out to a number of people there at that organization, and I'm hoping we can get an interview set up with one of them. That'd be sweet. Man, that'd be amazing. Yep. Not to mention, Jen, I'm in the middle of constructing a news story that I can contribute to their newspaper. Uh, let me ask you this, Jen. Here, I got I got a handful of options. You tell me which one of these ideas you like. <laughs> okay. All right, Jen, you ready? Yeah. All right. One meditation guru believed to be meditating for 17 years, actually in coma. <laughs> or. What? Is that okay? I'm laughing at that. Yeah. Or listening to Pink Floyd gives 70 year old Michigan man psychic abilities. Oh, well, that's just our uncle, probably. Well, that'd be dad. That was dad. (laughs) Here's another one for dad. Man discovers he understands the crystal ball after roller skating accident. (laughs) And another one, Bigfoot took my best friend. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. So those are a couple of the options I'm, uh, I'm thinking about writing a new story contributing to them. Yeah. But like I said, hopefully we can get one of them to reach back out to me and we can get them booked for great to be getting them on here for an interview. That would be amazing. So that'd be amazing. Hey, speaking of uh, next week, we're going to have a fun chat with our buddy Beth Snap, um, which we've mentioned before that she was going to be on the show. So we're going to interview her next week. And so fantastic voice. Yeah. If you have a hot second, go check out Beth Snap, S-N-A-P-P. Two P's. P-P. And check out our music. It's super like upbeat, like great messages. Um, it's kind of funny because it's kind of like old soul kind of music. Right. Um, but one of her songs, she sings about like how everybody else is going out at night and she just wants to be in her big comfy chair in her pajamas. Nice. And she's younger. You know is what I mean? that one she's called e- Socks and Crocs? No. <laughs> no, for those of you who don't know, which is probably everybody, but Jeff Jones and I did a comedy show at a church one time. And we <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> and we wrote a song. Oh, it was socks and sandals. We that did was, socks oh, and sandals. That was, yeah. Because there was a guy sandals, named Dan there. Sandals, sandals, sandals. Yeah, we always wear socks and sandals. And um sure, I asked him one time, so Dan at church, I asked, Hey, where did you and your your wife meet? And he's like, oh, at a nudist camp. And I was like, I'm I should never ask anybody that again. I don't know. That's that's just not an answer I was ready for. And like then, you know, you start seeing images that you don't want to see. And I just had to go burn that out of my remembery. I don't know. Dan seemed Dan seemed like an athletic man. <laughs> you just liked him because he was a ginger. <laughs> he had a lawnmower body. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look like you just sit on a lawnmower. Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. So Good times. Talking about being outside. Yep. Okay. So um, we had some storms here yesterday. Got about some <laughs> some parts of Tennessee had like 79 mile an hour winds. Okay. Really? Yep. And one of the girls in our hiking group, which super side note, when I say hiking group, I looked and there's 17,000 people in our <laughs> And your so hiking say, group in our hiking group. Yeah. So when I'm like, you know, hiking groups, like, I don't know, 15 people. No, it's 17,000 people in the Facebook group called girls who hike Tennessee. 
Yeah. Nice. So there's like different sections for, you know, we post what hikes we're doing and then anybody so can come. Pretty good chance. If you're in Tennessee hiking, you're going to run into a girl hiking in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a girls who hike Tennessee ambassador shirt so that if we are on a hike and see somebody else, then they'll know. You should have we're... a secret handshake. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, a nod or like a, a wink. Yeah. Or like a branch, like a tip of the branch. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Take our walking sticks and, um, but I want to share. So one of the girls in the hiking group of 17,000 of us posted <laughs> that she said she, she posted a video of a telephone pole that's normally straight up and down. And yep. it was literally just swaying and it was leaning up against the, the electrical yeah. wires. And she's like, anytime now. And it was like swaying back and forth, but the whole, the bottom was broke. And the it, we were just, just waiting teetering for it to, on the, on oh, the where it snapped. Yeah. Oh, oh. man. But it I, I don't know what happened. I mean, now man. I'm left like, you know, when we we when we're told something that doesn't have a closed loop, like if we don't have an uh, end to the story, like we right. start making up our own story. And so I just like ran into left field. Like, man, what if somebody was walking their dog and then it just like fell on top of them, killed people? Like that'd be terrible. Yeah. But. Like three different times in my life, I've been driving and come across down lines that have started fires. And the only reason I notice them is because there's a fire going either at right. the base of the pole or whatever yeah. the lines are leaning up against. I've seen a fence on fire. Yeah. Yep. It's always That's interesting. What, you know, stay grounded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't touch that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jen, here's something you can mention. The 17,000 girls that hike Tennessee okay. is the National Park Service put out a, a tweet on Tuesday. Oh, OK. All right. And this is a, a fairly good warning here. Their yeah. tweet was, if you come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. Yes. That was That's a tweet so that they had put out. Have you ever said that in your life? It, like, oh, like, I just have to be faster than the slowest, than the person. slowest person. Yeah. yeah. But then they go into this whole thing, Jen, about how seeing a bear in the wild is a special treat for any visitor of the National Park. And although you should embrace that moment as an exciting moment that is going to happen to you and your friends, if that moment goes south, do not push the slower person down. Right. Like they they are concerned that people are going to do that. Oh, the the funniest part is that they had to put a post about it because yes. does that mean it's already happening? And then they had to explain that they don't they seriously don't want people pushing slower people down because that is a common yeah. Conception that if you just have to be faster than the slowest person. Right. And what they're saying is that if you push the slowest person down, well, for one, not only is it going to ruin your friendship, but two, there's a good chance that that bear is just going to run past that person and still continue after the next slowest person. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you didn't even push that person to their death? No. You just, and you that person, and if they do live, the will think, wrong with you. <laughs> You turn. Yeah, you better hope that friendship has run its course. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. But so you might want to let your, your hiking girls know that. I don't know. I would I'd probably need a diaper in that situation because I'd probably crap my pants. Ooh, shushy. And the other thing too, you know, people don't realize like when you're out in the woods, like you're in their habitat. You know what I mean? Like that's somebody like walking through your house and then seeing you and then going, Hey, get out of the way. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I do know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, a lot of times people come across Bigfoot. He's always on the defensive because <laughs> you're wandering into his area. Bigfoots don't really seek people out 
and get on the offensive. They're not right. aggressively coming at you. They're always trying to get away and on the defense, throwing rocks, sticks, anything they can grab. Yeah. Because you just wandered right into their city, their block, <laughs> their habitat. I know what you mean. I will say I'm very excited to take a family trip over to the uh, Bigfoot conference here in Gatlinburg at the end of July. Yep. That's going to be a good time. I am very we excited. We have a number of that. family members going. Probably, I think there's seven of us. I was going to say nine. Yeah. I'm not sure. It seems like a lot. It's a lot. Yep. And then times. just the thought of dad being there with us. Oh, hell. Oh, yep. <laughs> Comedy ensues. Yeah. And but we're far enough back, I think, because we, we have seats in the audience. Um, So I think we're far enough back that if he is talking and saying stupid stuff that the that speakers should. I don't hear know. Him. It seems like we're close enough. They're going to hear him. I just hope he doesn't. We should tell him that masks are required. <laughs> Muffle him down. So some. he's shutting your mouth. <laughs> Muffle him down some. Right. So we'll let everyone know how that goes. Or if you're interested, you can get tickets if you just look on, um, I don't know, Bigfoot Conference. Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg, July. Google it. Yeah. Nice. Get your ticket. Get your tickets. <laughs> Jen, the other day I was listening to, I think it was the radio. Okay. Uh, I don't remember what station, but it was on Sirius XM. And the person on there had said something um, real quick about close your eyes for a second and then picture. They're like, obviously, if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But picture <laughs> right. the most recent funniest thing that you had laughed out loud about. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then they came on and basically asked a few people on their panel, what was it? And out of the five people on there, four and almost five, depending on how you take the last person's sure uh, thing that they had laughed out loud about the funniest most recently was something that naturally happened. OK, and what none of their answers were like anything scripted that they had seen on TV okay. or on a TikTok video or anything yeah. like that. Everybody's was like somebody tripping over something. <sighs> One lady's husband was walking through Home Depot and when he grabbed something from a shelf and not uh Item higher up fell, hit him and landed in the cart. And he didn't realize it because he was worried about getting hit. He got hit in the head with it. That when they got up to the register, they ended up paying for it and bringing it home. You know what I mean? And it's like, that was like what that made her laugh out loud twice. Right. One, because he just got hit in the head with like a dust buster or something. <laughs> right. And it fell into their cart that they paid they for it. it and got home with it before he realized this stupid thing. And she laughed again about it. But it's I, things like that got me thinking that like, Things it is funnier when things naturally happen. Yeah, for sure. That, that is usually a lot funnier than a lot of scripted stuff you can seek out. Yeah. And then so that led me down like thinking of like, I think I texted you like, hey, what's something naturally funny that had happened to you? And I looked up that like basically there's nine kinds of humor okay. that they that they can bring comedy down to. There's physical and slapstick. Sure. Physical slapstick humor. That's pretty self-explanatory. Charlie Chaplin, yeah. Jim Carrey. Uh, things like that. Then there's self-deprecating humor, which is just making fun of yourself. Yeah. I think I do that a lot. I think like, especially in group situations, I think for some reason I poke fun at myself a lot for the sake of humor within the group. And I think I, I've always done that. And I think it's better than picking on an individual. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Well, That's I've yeah. all, even as a kid, I've looked at that hanging out with kids in the neighborhood. I was a lot quicker to make fun of myself about something than yeah. I would have to draw attention to something on somebody else. Oh, for sure. Uh, whether yeah. it's a physical trait or just even something that they did, if they fell over the curb at the store, yeah. I'm not bringing that up in the group, but I'll bring up 
You know what I mean? That I almost choked down a candy bar laughing at that guy falling over the curb. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Self-deprecating humor. Then there's the surreal or absurd humor, mm-hmm. sometimes called weird or offbeat, quirky humor, they call it. Yeah. Uh, improvisation or improv humor. That's mm-hmm. pretty self-explanatory. I've always yeah. been a huge fan of that. Um, kind of like Monty Python to me, which really is like this next one, witty or dry humor called yeah. deadpan humor. To me, that's like a lot of like English humor. Yeah. I, I always think Monty Python is like deadpan, dry humor. But man, yeah. it is hilarious. Like that's the kind of humor that even down the road, when I think about it, I'm still laughing to myself at how yeah. funny that was. Then there's wordplay humor and puns, mm-hmm. things like that. And then observational humor thing like yeah. Jerry Seinfeld has a lot of observational comedy. Like, why well, is every time you look around, like, you oh, know, right. it's something potty humor is another one um, and dark humor. OK. Yep. So those were like the nine classifications of funny or humor that I that they listed on this uh, site for go. Oh, it's called Go Natural English. It's all in plain English. They break down each of those topics in plain English, what sure. each one is. Yeah. Well, I think, too, you know, sometimes you can tell, like, if somebody's trying too hard to, like, be funny, you right. know, like, that's not funny. And then I feel like everybody else is it's almost like their perception and their like whatever type of humor that they do like. You know, because if you go to a, like a stand up comedy show and one person's like super dirty and nasty and that's not your genre. Right. You know, of course, you're not going to laugh because you don't think that's funny. Right. You know, so I think it's all just perception based and like what your preference is. Oh, yeah. But I will say that if there's a curb, I will usually hit it. And then just about, I don't know. I would say my statistics is about 75% of the time I would wet my pants from laughing so hard when I hit the curb yep. just because I'm like, Oh, <laughs> yep. I get like that. I seem like I slip a lot for some reason. I don't know if it's just the boots I wear oh, when I go yeah. into like a grocery store. Yeah. But I, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like to me, that's, I don't know. Usually um, like people tripping Anything that like jerks somebody's head, which I know is so terrible, but like when somebody looks very stupid and especially if I'm talking to them and something happens and the last memory I have is of their hair jerking or the look on their face. That's why when we would go sledding, I always had to be like in the very front or the very back, because if I was right by somebody like to see their face, like next to them, I would just wet my pants and I couldn't even stop. Right. You ever been talking to somebody and all of a sudden like a bee attacks them? Yeah. <laughs> like that's good stuff. Like you can't even script that. But like all of a sudden, like they just start freaking out. Or right. I've been walking with the kids and stuff through the yeah. woods. And then all of a sudden M's in the middle of a story and he goes through a spider web. Yeah. And it just changes so, oh, everything. Yeah. And then he goes and through more. You don't more even know what's he, happened. So you're like, nope. I don't know. I'm laughing. But is this but, an emergency? Well, he's but running like, around like he's swatting a bee, but he's really pulling webs off himself. And yeah. it's just it's too Oof. much. Yeah. Also, the other thing that will literally make me wet my pants is, um, do you know what whiskey throttle is? Yeah. Okay. So to explain that for listeners, if they don't know, it's when, let's say you're on a motorbike or some like motor unit, it can be like a jet speed, jet ski, Vespa, like motorcycle, whatever. It's usually dirt bikes, the ones I've seen, but like somebody will lose their footing or like hit a bump and then they they throttle the bike and then it like throws them or makes them bounce real hard. The yeah. one I always think of that is like stuck in my memory hole 
is on Funniest Home Videos. There was like a really large lady and she was on a, a like a small mini bike yep. and she hit a jump and whiskey throttled it. And like her jugs were like all over the place and I couldn't stop. I mean, it was too, <laughs> I'm sure she blew out her biscuit because she landed oh. like flat on the bike. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. And it's not like I'm not laughing because they got hurt. I mean, of course, that's terrible if they got hurt, but like. They look so stupid, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but Jeffy, when you were talking about humor stuff, I wanted to share things on here. Like if somebody's like, well, how do I be funny? You know, or how can I be okay. funny? Like if you go somewhere um, or even if you're just thinking about it, like if you think, I don't know, am I funny? Can I be funnier? So I just want to share these few things I found online. It said, one, focus on the story, not on the joke. So yeah, we- we love to hear like the way that our brains process information is through stories. That's why we always love stories. And that's why movies are the way they are. And so if you can focus on the story, not the joke, like you can throw in little tidbits in the story. Right. Yeah. So work on your story. Number two, give the opposite answer to a yes or no question. So if somebody says, you know, like, hey, would you do this? And they're like, yes. Then be like, no, I'd never do that. And then like, it's a kind of like a shock factor. Or if somebody's expecting you to say yes or no, you know, kind of like when you walk in somewhere and somebody's like, hey, how's it going? And they're like just being a robot. And whenever I say I'm having a great time, that always makes people laugh because they're not expecting that. You know, they're just like, hey, cool. How's it going? You know, like that's what they're expecting to hear back. Right. But I don't hand that what they're expecting. (laughs) Um another thing is draw from your real life experiences. You know, you don't have to like make up stories, just tell something that happened and then somebody will share their experience. And then like, it just turns into, it's actually a connection point. Everything's a connection point with, with humor. Right. If anything, it just starts dialogue. Yeah. Oh, so this, this next thing says play with numbers. So if like you're giving, like if you're telling a story, like give them a shock factor of you know, like, oh, man, I was doing this huge comedy show. You know, I had a three people in the audience. You know what I mean? Like, just because then yeah. they're like, wait, what? What just happened? You know, yeah. because you said huge show. So they go, you know, 150,000 people. And then when you say three. Yeah, like you know, seven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's this? This is called the rule of three. So it says being funny has a lot to do with timing. And the rule of three can help you with that. The rule of three establishes a pattern. So then it ends with something unexpected. So here are some examples. I like cheese, potatoes, and good, honest work. Like, what the? Yeah. Who don't like cheese, potatoes, and good, honest work? It's so wonderful, exciting, and horrifying to be here. You know what I mean? Because, like, you're, like, up, 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 down. Bam. Right. Just slap right to the end. By the time we're through, you'll be cool, calm, and kind of okay with anything else. (laughs) See? That's yeah, that's just being truthful. So the rule of three. So like say yep. two funny things and then or two normal things that are relatable and, the and then yeah, throw in the third. And the bottom line, like make sure you have a bottom line, right? Being funny is a lot more than like it's all to do with timing and everything else, but like I don't know, the bottom line is just be your authentic self. Right. You know? And yep. And you can it, like Jeff Jones was talking about his list earlier. You know, if you if dark humor is your thing, like just go with that. Like, because that means you're good at it. Yeah. 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 There's no wrong kind of humor. No, no, no. 
Like, I like telling funny stories. Like, when people are like, oh, well, what kind of, like, comedy do you do? I don't know. Stand up, sit down, lay down. I'm not picky. You yep, know, that's no, what I Sometimes I observe things that are funny. Sometimes I come up with puns that are funny or I yeah. hear puns that are hilarious. Definitely yeah. like dry humor. But I like humor that makes you have to think a lot. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like humor that has, like, a long burn time. <laughs> that's what I think is See, funny. and I think other people are like. All right. Hello? I don't know. I've been to some comedy shows where I like got an open mic night and their their story is like five minutes, but the punchline didn't come till 458. And you're like, yep. I was like, I was about to have a birthday. Like, you know how many hair colors I've had since the story started? It's about like a TED talk. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, Jeffy, anything else to add about humor being funny? I like to put the F you in funny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh no man. i don't think so gentlemen i think i'm good okay cool well join yeah. us next week oh i did want to share i do have a challenge for everybody that's listening oh, what you got? i wanted to share that this for one week okay just for this next one week i would like you to give either somebody a compliment on the service or action that they are providing okay okay or do a, a Google review for a company or a person or a product. Nice. Because I feel like a lot of people just give really bad feedback, you know, like yeah. if the service was bad. But I feel like we don't take enough effort to give good feedback. I know what you're saying. And if anything, try to reaffirm if you are at a restaurant and the server comes, you know, like just at least make eye contact. Ask her how it's going. I did that yesterday. I stopped and had lunch on my way home. Yeah. And I just for some reason this lady looked like she was having a shitty day. So I'm like, well, yeah. I got to be super nice because I don't want to add to her shittiness of a day she's having. Right. And I was. And honestly, she was like, she ended up being a sweetheart. Yeah. You know, all because of eye contact. And I go, hey, how's it going? You know what I mean? And I looked at her, you know, and, she's and being like, genuine because yeah. they can tell. You yeah, know what oh, I mean? Yeah. She yeah. sees enough people to know, but I could also I see enough people to know this lady is having a shit day. Right. You know, so just me being extra nice. Like she was extra nice. She didn't charge me for my coffee. Like she was on top of everything. She Dang. even said, she's like, you know, she's like, she said something, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I didn't even charge you for the coffee though. dear. And I'm like, oh, thanks a lot, lady. You know? Yeah. See, but, so what it feels like it always works out anyway, but I feel like, and the reason why I'm asking you to do this, like as a challenge is so that you can just see how it feels to like give back to somebody who like just to take an extra step for somebody who's given good service or a good you know, experience. Yep. And we were at, um, I told you we start, we signed up for stretching and yep. they gave us a free stretch for giving a Google review. And oh, then nice. a few weeks ago, Shannon and I were at dinner and the, the waiter, he was like, I, I felt like, you know, cause I'm a lot, like my energy is a lot. And sometimes when I come in and I'm like all excited and you know, some waiters and waitresses are not like that. Right. I asked him for his manager and then he looked like, Oh Dang. man, like really? So I called his manager over and I'm like, Hey, I just want you to know that D's doing a great job. You know, he's like super quiet, but like he is on top of it. Kept checking on us, refilled the water, brought some more waters. Like he's doing a great job. She's like, I can't tell you how much that means to hear that because you know, they get so many negative yes. complaints. She's like, but can you do me a favor? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And she said, can you just put that on Google? Cause that like really helps our business. And I'm like, yeah. So each week I make a list of like Google reviews that I need to do. Yeah. I go on to Google. It takes like two, you know, two minutes per review and it can like really make a difference. 
Yeah. And it she does. said that that it, it it also impacts his um performance review oh, too. Nice. So I wanted yes. to you know directly help him with nice. that. So yeah, I like that challenge. Yeah. So for one week, do it and like let us know if you have any feedback. Feel free to email us feelthegenergy at gmail Excellent. Yeah. All right, Jeffy. Well, hey, stay funny, whatever way you're doing that. And Dark and dry. Dark yeah, and dry. I- like <laughs> my toast. All right, we'll see you next week. Peace. Okay, bye.